0: Welcome back here on Viewpoints. Man, every time I say that, I want to do that theme song. Sean, I don't know if you heard that um, or watched the show, Welcome Back, Cotter. Have you seen Mm -hmm. that show? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's like this theme song. I don't know. Chris is in the chair. He's shaking his head. Probably copyright infringement. So if I try to sing it. (laughs) But welcome back. Hey, um, so we got a really cool topic today. Again, like I said, we're with um, Sean, who is our student pastor. And uh, we just started a new series called, called Heart Check. And I just think it's probably good to get some different insight on this topic. I'm sure you've talked about it with some of the youth before. Uh, But we're talking about the parable of the sower. So, Sean, let's just, for the listener, let's just kind of jump in and and give us your point
1: of view. Yeah, so this is a really interesting parable. It's actually one of my favorite moments in the Gospels of Jesus' teaching. It's included in three out of the four Gospels, which I think definitely makes it attention-worthy. Yes. Um, If... It's in three different places in the Bible. They always say repetition requires attention in yeah. the Bible. Um, but, man, I really think it's a great uh, illustration that Jesus uses because he's really meeting people where they're at. Um, mm-hmm. Talking about a farmer planting seeds would have really resonated with people. Um, just like if you were to use a illustration about the oil field here in Midland, right? Yeah. Like That's going to resonate because people are – that's right. familiar to them. And so it was a really familiar illustration that Jesus used. And he was really describing these four different ways that a seed could interact with the soil. Um, Some some of the soils where it grows and flourishes, others where it never takes root at all because the sun scorches it or the birds come along and eat it. Um, But as he's describing this, what he's really talking about is how people receive the gospel truth, God's word. Um, the fact that Jesus is the Son of God, he is the Messiah, he died for our sins mm-hmm. to save us and to set us apart for eternal life, If would just place our faith in that, and that's what the seed is. And then the soil, uh, there are four different kinds of soil described, which is what we're going to talk about over the next four weeks of the series, starting with this week, mm-hmm. uh, describe the different conditions of someone's heart. And so there's the soil that's described as this path soil, where it's rocky, it's hard-packed, mm-hmm. The seed never gets into the soil whatsoever, never takes root, and even says that the birds even come along and eat that seed. Um, There's the soil that is shallow uh, where the roots, and it'll grow really, really quickly because the roots are in a shallow system. But then as the sun comes by, it just causes the plant to wither and to fade because it doesn't have any deep roots. Um, There's the soil that has a bunch of weeds and Mm -hmm. like thorns and thistles in it where as soon as this seed begins to grow, it gets choked out yeah, by up. the weeds and stuff around it. And then there's the healthy soil, the the mm-hmm. deep soil, the, the tilled soil in which the seed flourishes and becomes fruitful. And so those are the four different ways that Jesus describes a condition of someone's heart to receive God's word, yeah. that they either are at a place where maybe it, they really, really quickly, they kind of get that Uh, how we call it in student ministry kind of the camp high where they're just super excited That's this emotional response to the gospel and they're on fire for it Mm -hmm. and then as soon as something difficult comes along it just completely gets washed away it just just withers Um, there's The weeds, which is like hardships or Mm -hmm. turmoils or even sin that can be in someone's life that could strangle out God's word from growing. There's healthy soil, which is, um, I think, soil that or a heart condition that's cultivated with community, with service, with generosity, with vulnerability, with a a true seeker. Um, And then the soil that we're talking about today, which is just the path, Mm -hmm. the rocky soil, the hard-packed soil, the soil that gets walked over, the path through the field where the seed falls. Yeah, what do you think the path looks like
0: for a real person? Do you have like any examples that you can give the listener? Because I want to be very careful because sometimes when we talk about parables, I, I remember like as me growing up in the church, I didn't really understand them. Yeah. And a lot of times, like you said, if we have some examples, some practical pictures that we can give people, I think it would help.
1: Yeah, well, and that's especially important Mm -hmm. with this part of this parable. Right. Um, And in Matthew chapter 13, Matthew's account of this uh, parable of Jesus' teaching, uh, Matthew 13 verse 5 says, As he, who is the farmer, as he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Uh, And this is where he introduces this path, soil, this hard path, Mm -hmm. soil, where the seed doesn't actually get under the soil to begin taking root whatsoever. And uh, I think as a person, this is somebody who like the gospel truth is is kind of like in one ear out the other. Like it never settles. It never sets in. There's not really this understanding of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's from a lack of attention Yeah, or they just kind of passively hear it but aren't seeking it, aren't paying attention to what's being said. Um, it could be the fact that there's some obstacles or maybe some some past trauma that has caused them to be a little bit hardened to God's word, so they don't want to hear it, and so they just allow it to pass in you're out the other. Or it could be that it's been described in such a uh, kind of over-the-top way in this kind of like 60th floor penthouse right. way that it's not accessible for somebody, that it just isn't presented in a way that can make sense for the common uh, person with their basic understanding of morality, their basic understanding of a higher power. And I think that's a really important um, thing that we see throughout the Gospels is that Jesus taught using illustrations to help reach people who might have been in a path-like posture, Mm -hmm. who might have been a little bit hard-packed and not quite ready to receive this really verbose, like, head knowledge-filled presentation of the Gospel truth. Yeah. I think it's really important as as pastors for, for you and m- myself, for mm-hmm. Pastor John, for Pastor of any church, anyone who would seek to teach God's word to somebody, you've got to meet them where they're at. Yeah. You've got to have some examples, some illustrations. So I think, you know, there's a lot of people that I've encountered who are like this. There were a couple that I that I knew um, from the college ministry that I was at um, before coming here to Crestview. Um, you know, I had sat down and and just had coffee with a guy, and we were talking about the gospel and. Um, we're talking about kind of how Jesus expects us to make some changes in our life. And he said, yeah, I, I get it, but I don't really want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a, an example of this kind of hard-packed soil where it's like you, you've heard it, but there's not really this understanding. It, it certainly hasn't set in the gravity of who Jesus is and what that really means, that the creator of the universe wants to reach you where you're at. Um, I've encountered students before who it could just be that they – have never been to church before, and so they just hear it for the first time, and it hasn't quite set in. There's no root for it. But what's really interesting about the way Jesus describes the birds coming along to eat up the seed is um, later on in Matthew chapter 13, as he's actually describing what each of these soils is for his disciples and for those who were listening, Mm -hmm. um, this is what he has to say in verse 19 of Matthew chapter 13. It says, when anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to acknowledge this evil one that wants to steal the gospel away. Um, C.S. Lewis said that there's two main mistakes that people can make regarding the devil. One is to give him way too much attention, uh, and the other is to give him way too little. Yeah. And and we have to really acknowledge that Satan is against us. And the last thing that he wants is for people to receive the gospel truth with understanding. And so if there's an opportunity for him to have somebody forget about what they heard, which is like that snatching away from their heart, then, I mean, he's going to really try to take it. So I think it's important to acknowledge um, as ministers, that mm-hmm. we have to present it in a way that can make sense. Mm-hmm. We can't just rely on all of these ancient languages and, and take for granted or just assume that people are going to understand it. We really have to be intentional about presenting it in a way that reaches people where they're at. Yeah. And then for the hearers of the gospel, even as as myself, like if I'm going to sit down and spend time in God's Word, I've got to seek to be at a place where I can understand it, even if that All means right. having some resources with me, uh, whether it's a community, a group of people who can share examples from their own lives or a commentary, uh, a reading plan on the Bible app, mm-hmm. ways that can put God's Word into a more accessible uh, state, even for me. But I think for everybody it's important to, yeah. to be at that place. I love how
0: you kind of package it from a, a standpoint of like us like giving the gospel, us teaching the gospel and using the gifting that we have. Um, you know, I'm a big believer in God can use your gifting to prison it in a way to they where they can understand it. Mm-hmm. And I, I I think I've heard someone say that that was the way Jesus did it. His artistry was storytelling. Yeah. And I, I love that. But let's flip that and go from the standpoint of someone teaching to someone receiving. Yeah. How can someone move in from like this faint-hearted place to, or you could even say hard heart, um, to receiving the gospel a little bit better?
1: Yeah, and, and I think the hard heart might be where some more of the weeds and stuff are in, are in the mm-hmm. way. But I think faint heart is a really great way to, of describing this kind of path-like soil, that there, there's just... The the depth just isn't there to receive it, mm-hmm. that the the soil hasn't been prepared to receive the seed. Um, and But I think someone who is, maybe as we're describing this individual who might hear the gospel but not really understand it, I think if somebody finds himself in that place and it's important to be honest mm-hmm. about where you are spiritually, about how you are with Receiving God's word, I think if if you can't be honest with yourself about it, then you're not going to see growth whatsoever. Um, but to be honest and to be at a point where okay, I, I am faint-hearted, like I'm not understanding this. Like I, I hear this, I see this on a page, I hear it on a Sunday or in a reading plan or in a video, but it just doesn't click. Yeah, I think if you find yourself in that kind of place, you've got to again get some resources around you that can increase understanding. Right wow. the um, the disciples. Often missed the point of Jesus's parables, For sure. and they spend a lot of time with him. That's and they point. often miss the point. They, when Jesus talked about, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we don't even have any bread, right? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus's like, no, that's not. No, that's not that's what, what I'm, I'm talking saying. about. Like they miss the point all the time, and that's so it's point. certainly not a bad thing to be in this place. You're not excluded from receiving the gospel from being here, because we see very pointedly in this parable that the farmer is spreading the seed on all these types of soils. And yeah. so there is no exclusion from who receives God's word. It's just, it have you conditioned your heart to be in a place ready to grow it once that's, you receive it? So good. And so I really think one of the most important things we can do is mimic what the disciples did and mm-hmm. ask yeah. about it. Ask, tell somebody, hey, this doesn't really make sense. And to be honest about that, you're, you're not discounting yourself. You're not saying that I'm stupid. That's yeah. not what it is at all because this is existential type stuff. Like this is the gospel truth. This is like universe level, like creation and some very, very intense topics. And there's nothing wrong with it not making sense. You know, Peter, James, John, these disciples who would go on to be teachers themselves didn't get it the first time almost Mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. And so there's nothing wrong with not understanding it the first time, but what they did is they would ask and then Jesus would explain it to them as they were ready to receive it. And so I think talking to somebody who has more wisdom, uh, talking to somebody who maybe has spent more time in the Word. Like for me, if there's something I don't understand uh, or if I'm trying to package something to explain to somebody else, like I'll seek wisdom from Pastor John, from Pastor Jimmy, um, from these people who are more grown spiritually than myself. I'll seek resources online. Um, But I think it's really just being a seeker. Because the Bible makes the promise that when we seek, we'll we'll find. When you knock, the door will be opened. And God isn't trying to hide from people. Mm -hmm. God isn't trying to shy away and make it hard for people to find the truth. He has made it actually quite easy for people to see. We just have to take the intentionality and and be honest about where we're at and then uh, just ask for help. It's an important thing to ask for help if you don't understand something from the gospel. That's awesome.
0: Well, Sean, thank you so much. Um, And again, we pray that this helps you, whoever's listening. Um, Sean, any final thoughts? And I'll ask you two things. Any final thoughts? And and tell us a little bit how the youth is going.
1: Yeah, well, I'll start with how the youth is going. That way the final thoughts are the final thoughts, right? Uh, It is super exciting right right now. Um, We have had just an absolute electric summer. Um, Have been really, really excited. Um, We brought in a, a new member of the team, uh, Caitlin, yeah. who I'm very excited about. She's doing a great job ministering to the girls, much better than I ever could. Very cool. uh, and, in, and so she's doing a great job with that. It's really fun. The students are really getting along well. Mm-hmm. Um, and something that I just pray over our students all the time, and, and I tell them about this, is that I just want them to love each other well. Yeah. You know, Jesus told his disciples that the world will know that they're following him based on how they love each other. And so I want that for our students. And I think we're really seeing that, that God is answering that prayer. Yeah. And our students are including others. They're, they're bringing their friends. Seems no like one's growing. getting left on the sidelines. Yeah. And, and it's growing. And yeah. that's because God's doing what only he can. And on this topic of faint-heartedness, of receiving God's word, maybe in a path like soil where it, it just is so easy to get snatched away, um, I guess my final thought would just be if you're somebody who finds yourself in a teaching place... Use your, use your life story. Mm-hmm. Use the things that you've experienced. God has uh, made this promise in Scripture that he'll use all things for the good of his people who love him, and that also includes the good for his kingdom, that the struggles that you've gone through, even if the sports you played in high school, right? Yeah. There, there's a way that that can connect to the gospel in a way that might reach somebody. Um, and then for somebody who is in a place where they find it hard to receive the gospel or they find it difficult to understand at times— Just know you're not alone. Mm -hmm. Um, You're not the only person that it doesn't make sense to, and that God welcomes us to ask questions. Jesus was welcoming of his disciples' questions, and Crestview wants to be the church that looks like Jesus. And so we are super welcoming of any questions. Never want to turn anybody away just because it doesn't make sense to them. Um, We want everybody to show up in as-is condition, Mm -hmm. and I think that's really the heart behind this series, is not that you're not good enough if you're not the cultivated soil, but that whatever condition you're in, God has something next for you that's as good. is. That's good. Well, Sean, thank you so
0: much. And and to the listener, that's, I mean, I can't say it any better of just ask questions. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. And one thing that I would ask is that you would just please share the podcast if you're listening. We love to, I get phone calls weekly sometimes about people listening. So just share that, help let us know that you're listening. And, and we love doing these and, and just kind of um, picking these topics out and talking through them. Anyway, hope to see you next time. God bless.